That's stupid. It's a stupid thing. Room podcasting hour is back in your ear holes, you bitch! <laughs> My name is Darian, Buddy is in the house. Hey. What's going on, Buddy? Oh, man. Been a while, yeah. old boy. Yeah. How you been? Was, what do we miss? Uh, see, well, I was sick the previous weekend. And- yeah. And you working okay? another one, and yeah, it's, I got like a little tickle in my throat. It's just like one of those things that's just not going away. It's like every once in a while, <clears throat> yeah, and that's about it. It's like, come on, get over this. Uh huh. But was still it J- great. Was it Jason? <laughs> He's been known to tickle some throats. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You understand what I mean? He ain't going away either. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? That's, that's really about it. Just working and being sick. Yeah. Well, you didn't miss much anything here, really. Yeah, a it kind look, of a, it looks the same. It uh, yeah, no, nothing changes here. <laughs> You watched. You came over for the big Super Bowl shindig. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about this. How uh, yeah, we gotta we gotta air out our grievances. Buddy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wasn't. I wasn't. You were rooting for the Chiefs. Yes, I was. Why? Uh, it's all about the rings, so it's more for the Steelers. Okay. Is the reason why? So uh, Steelers have six rings along with the Patriots, right? Um, and the Niners have five. So right. if they would have won another one in the Super Bowl, they, they would have been tied. tied. So, yes. and of course, I don't want that. I know? get that. Okay. Th- that's really the main reason why. And I'm not really a Niner fan. I just really don't care the about fucking them. fucking Chiefs are, gonna, are building a dynasty, dude. Yeah. I don't care for that. I'm, I wonder how many rings they have. It's a Swifty have. dynasty. It is. <laughs> and I'm learning rapidly to hate Travis Kelsey. Right? And Patrick Mahomes and his whole family. Hmm. They haven't done anything to me personally. I just don't <laughs> like them. Yeah. Whatever, man. They're turning football into a big soap opera. Right. Ah! Yeah. I don't I don't I'm not a Niners fan. I hate the Niners. Yeah. And I was put into a very awkward position of having to root for the 49ers. And you, and you did well. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It was believable. <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> I put on a good show. Yeah. <laughs> Right on, man. Well, we got a uh, a fucking show to get into here, dude. We got Mm -hmm. horror news, listener mail, all the fun things, buddy. Yeah. Start things off with a little horror news, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you know, since you brought up the Super Bowl, yep. fresh off a big Super Bowl win, Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey oh, continues mean. making headlines this week, this time because he's breaking into the movie business. Oh, God. That's right. Travis Kelsey is executive producing feature film My Dead Friend Zoe, which is being 
billed as a dark comedy set to premiere premiere at SXSW 2024. South by Southwest. Uh, Morgan Freeman's actually going to be in this. Well, of course. I mean, he's got Super Bowl money, so he can yeah. he can throw the kitchen sink at him. And Ed Harris. And it, <laughs> this motherfucker, man. I know, right? I so, already hate it. <laughs> so it's a low-budget dark comedy. My dead friend Zoe follows a female Afghanistan veteran who comes head-to-head with her Vietnam vet grandfather and the family's ancestral lake house. Okay, now, you started this off with Morgan Freeman and Ed Harris. Yes. And then you said low budget. (laughs) I'm calling bullshit. Right? Yeah. I don't think so, Travis Kelsey. (laughs) (sighs) So weird. Like, we can't even get away from from the Super Bowl. We're out of the NFL season, and we're still being fucking rammed in the ass with Travis Kelsey. I know, right? You think uh, Taylor Swift's going to have a little cameo in the movie? I'm sure she will. Yeah, I'm sure she will. (laughs) Something will happen, and then it'll just pan on. Her. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be stupid. Uh, right on. <clears throat> All right. So there are six movies that you have to catch that have been released already today. Okay. VOD. Okay. What do you got? All right. The classic story of Alice in Wonderland can easily be tweaked into a horror tale, and that's probably why it's been done several times over the years. Up next is the indie horror movie, Alice in Terrorland. Ooh. That's right, which High Flyer Films just released on VOD, video, VOD and DVD today. All righty. All right. Not too interested, to be honest with you. After an experimental drug trial goes awry, the test subjects face a terrifying side effects. If you fall asleep, you die. Epic Pictures released their new movie, Double Blind, on VOD today. That sounds interesting. Yeah, it I'm does actually. In that, yeah. So they're trapped in an, in an isolated facility. Panic ensues as the test subjects try to stay awake. I, I remember seeing this uh, like trailer a long time ago. It actually, didn't look too bad. All right. Uh, Gravitas Venturus Latest Cell Phone Highlights The perils and horror of technology surrounding the piece of tech we rely on most our phones. Cell phone, yeah. Yes. In cell phone, Wynn, who is grieving the death of her fiancé, starts seeing disturbing images on her cell phone about her future. If she doesn't figure them out in time, she will die. I saw the trailers to this one. Yeah? It look looks good? interesting. Okay. Also from Gravitas Ventures. Director Kyle Kleeg's Earworm also hit <laughs> VOD today. Okay. In the film, Henry Adams, a socially awkward man seeking help for his condition, accepts an invitation to a self-help group that is more than it seems. Danger around every corner as Henry goes deeper into the treatment. Meanwhile, Detective Williams investigates a series of strange murders that has too many similarities not to be connected. I don't know about that one, man. I know. Just earworm. The, earworm. Just the name of it. It's All like, right. You can either make... The meal or be the meal. Breaking Glass Pictures also has new horror movie this week with Alice and the Vampire Queen. Now available on VOD outlets. Okay. So it's directed by Dan Lance, starring Shelby Hightower, Graham Wolf, Brenna, and a whole bunch of other people. Alright. Uh, focus on an ex-con who struggles to overcome her past scars. A stranger offers her a deal. Create one special dish for the vampire queen. You had me at Vampire Queen. I know, right? I'm in, okay. But the story plot just like goes... Yeah, but I bet we'll, she's we'll going to be sexy. Uh, hopefully. So, I'm yes. into that. That's right. The horrors of the dark web are explored in Dark Star Pictures' new movie, Midnight Peep Show. And you can meet the Black Rabbit on VOD outlets beginning today, February 13th. 
All right. That's right. A Midnight Peep Show, we introduce to an unnamed madame who owns and operates a peep show, offering pat- patrons a tailor-made experience wrapped around their deepest desires, fears, and sins. Tonight, it welcomes a businessman who has a unique connection to an extreme fantasy website on the dark web. He soon becomes a witness to three stories of victims that found the same website, and now the Midnight Peep Show has found him. All righty. Yeah. You had me at Peep Show. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, oh, Peep Show. All right. And the Peep Show. <laughs> well, that's all I got. What do you got? Hey, now, are you ready for another Predator movie? Wow, really? Yeah. Dan Trachtenberg, director of Prey, cool. is back for another standalone Predator story. It's called Predator Badlands. Okay. Uh, posters are already up. Looks exciting. Yeah? I can't tell. I don't think we're back in Native American land. Yeah, probably not. I don't know. I don't hmm. know what we're doing. I, just, I saw the poster. All it is is a picture of the Predator. Okay. So How's it look? Uh, it looks like it actually might be like post-apocalyptic. Oh. So, I don't hmm. know. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, in, I'm into it. I love Prey. Yeah. So, After Prey came out, it's like, oh, finally, a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So, hopefully this will... Predator sucked a bag of dicks. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that thing. Uh, what else we got here? Fidi Alvarez's alien movie has been titled Alien Romulus. Hmm. Don't know what that means. Romulus. A Romulus is Top a, Romulus. That's what it is. <laughs> Fucking noodles, man. Noodles. They're coming out of our noodles. <laughs> God damn it. No, Romulus is a geometric uh, shape, so I don't know. But he huh. did say it's not going to have any tie-in to uh, Prometheans. Okay. So I like that. Yeah. Promethean got a little, little went off the deep end a little yeah. bit. But, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan Gulela. Ring any bells? No. Yeah, me neither. Uh, but he has been cast in the Smile sequel. Oh, okay. You ready? I knew, I knew they were making a sequel. Yeah. I'm okay with it because I did like the first did one. Did you? Yeah. I wasn't all that impressed with the first one. Once you got past the aesthetic of the creepy lady with the huge smile, mm-hmm. then it was just like another demon body hopper movie pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I seem to be watching more horror movies that they smile. I'm like, eh, it's getting kind of old. Yeah. I feel like uh, really the Joker... And then after that, stop fucking smiling. Yeah, you know what's mm-hmm. what? What are you? What are you so happy about? Stop it! Right? You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I still check it out though. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see. Maybe they'll take it in a different direction. Frown. There you go. Yeah. Grimace. Grimace. <laughs> Stink <Yeah>. face. <laughs> <laughs> in a polite way of saying it. That's right. <laughs> this summer. Stink Eye. <laughs> I got to see that one. That's right. Uh, what else we got here? Michael Chavez is directing The Conjuring 4, wow. which is going to be the final installment in the franchise. Hmm. Not the final spinoff. We right. could, we're probably going to get another six or eight Nun and Annabelle movies mm-hmm. and uh, fucking Crooked Man or whatever they were hitting us with. Right. So get ready for that. Um I like the I like the last one, Conjuring Three. The Devil Told Me to. Yeah, Devil that was a good one. That was a good one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Lastly, we have a pre-sale campaign for Terror Bites: The hmm. Evolution of Horror Gaming. It's a documentary by the same guys that uh, made the In Search of Darkness series. Okay. Did you ever see the In Search of Darkness movies? Uh, I don't think so. You're never going to have time because they're uh, three and a half hours long each. Okay. They are. It's, it's a three-part documentary series about uh, 80s horror. Oh, wow. So you really... I watch it in 45-minute uh, installments when I'm on the treadmill. Okay. And um, 
it's fast. It goes real fast. Yeah. But it's cool because it's like I'm realizing I actually missed a lot of 80s horror movies. So now I'm coming back and I'm like, oh, look at that. What the fuck? That, oh. Ooh, like this one I got, Delirium. We'll get into that. Okay. I saw it. Well, we'll get into that. It's mm-hmm. coming up and what are you looking at? Nice. So we got on the horror news, hot dogger. You ready for some listener mail? Let's do it. Listener mail. Oh, we got a few things happening here, buddy. All right. Uh, let's start things off <clears throat> on the emails all the way from Sydney, Australia. Here comes Tim. Hey, Tim. Hello, Tim. Subject line, what's with all the rape questions? <laughs> uh, you know, I just get a little uh, antsy in the pantsy every now and then, Tim. <laughs> what's up, everyone? Hope everyone is doing well. Happy Valentine's Day to you guys, yeah. especially Jason, my big, dirty grease bear. Ew. Wow. Ew. That's not sexy, Tim. So, Darian, what's with all the rape questions lately? If you're sexually frustrated, you can always have a turn of me, although it's not rape if I enjoy it. (laughs) I've taken a turn or two on Tim. (laughs) Yeah. And he is very, he's a generous lover, I will tell you that. Uh, Not exactly a gentleman, however. (laughs) <laughs> so my three favorite rape films now i said rape revenge <laughs> yeah okay, let's let's not forget the revenge part that's part of the equation here dude yeah. uh number three hills have eyes 2006 that was nasty oh yeah yeah especially the breastfeeding part because oh. while technically it is not full-on rape it's very like i feel like if you did that to a woman you could be charged with rape Probably. Bre- involuntary breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Have you ever t- t- actually tasted a woman's breast milk? Yeah, me either. No, I have. Oh, It's no. disgusting. Oh, yeah. It, no, no, it t- I, yeah. I never have. You don't want it. It grosses me I'm out. I'm going to tell you that. Uh, my wife left, it's a long story, but she left some in the fridge once when, right after my daughter was born. You put it in your coffee? Uh, no, I was just, I just got curious and I was like, hmm. <laughs> <Ugh>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, okay, number two, I Spit on Your Grave, the remake. Have you ever seen that one? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Number one, The Nightingale, 2018. I've never heard of The Nightingale. <clears throat> or maybe I have, and I just don't remember it. I uh, can't wait to hear your thoughts on Project Metal Beast. I'll admit it's not the best film, but The Werewolf looks awesome. Looking forward to Rawhead Rex winning the Terror Dome. Everyone who votes for him gets a sloppy blowjob from my wife. Well, I know who I'm voting for. <laughs> I mean, uh, you gotta lead it like that. I you know? mean, that's uh, how, what, what is the counter argument exactly? <laughs> she doesn't know about this yet, but Darian oh. <laughs> likes rape, so it fits. That's it for me. Much love to you all, team. Right on, Tim. Thanks for uh, writing in there, big fella. Thanks, Tim. And uh, thank what a you, guy. thank you, Jalisa, in advance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remind me to send her some flowers and chocolate later. <laughs> uh, let's see. We got some voicemails coming at us here, buddy. All right. Let's kick things off in beautiful downtown Anderson, Indiana. Here comes Coop Newcomb. All right. Hey. What's up, Coop? Uh, Darian got Jason to come back in or not. Um, buddy. Anyway. I think you said this week uh, for three on a meat hook is rape revenge. Correct, Amundo. So, number three 
was one you covered a good while back called Gutter Balls. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot Gutter I only balls. put that on here because that was just an absolute clown of a movie. But, oh, it wasn't uh, that bad. The girls in it were pretty hot. And uh, the actual so girls. Had to go on the list. Sure. So speaking of hot girls, <clears throat> the uh, the other one you had mentioned, uh, the movie Revenge for my number two. Oh, she's banging uh, That girl was really... Attractive, Matilda Lux. Uh, but that, I thought that was a good movie. That was just really entertaining to yeah. watch, mm-hmm. almost like an action movie sure. slash horror. It's pretty awesome. And uh, since you said we can throw it down because it uh, we'll we'll count it as a uh, rape revenge horror in a in a way, we'll uh, go with the crow. Yeah, that uh, that thing just. I I remember being in high school and that was like epic as hell at that time and. Mm-hmm soundtrack was the oh, best yeah. and everything about it i was uh couldn't pull off the golf thing I saw it yeah me neither man <laughs> i tried that is all i have i will holler at you guys later beautiful thanks for calling in coop you know why i couldn't go goth hmm. curly hair oh you can't get the, <clears throat> yeah. the downtrodden look if your hair is in a permanent fro up you know what i'm saying right you look happy if you're all froed up. Mm-hmm. You got to look depressed and miserable, and you got to co- bring it down. Like it's got to be greasy. And, yeah, you got to Cobain it down over the face. Mm-hmm. That's the only way to get the look correct. Right. Right on, Coop. Thanks for calling in, amigo. Uh, who's up next here? Looks like <clears throat> our main man in Alabama. Here comes Alan. Padded room. What's up? What's okay, up, Alan? What's going on? Doing good. Um, Let's see, Teradome, or well, we ain't doing Teradome. It was good to hear Mr. Jason back. Um, let's see, Rape Revenge. What do you think of that? I'm going to go with the original Last House on the Left. I know the Bumbling Cops, but <laughs> that movie still has a scene that makes me squirm to this day. I wonder which then one. Then I'm going to go with the I Spit on Your Grave remake. The re- I and think the remake go, is better. Um, I'd consider Serbian film a rape revenge film. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that movie makes everybody squirm. Anyway, Mr. Darian, are you um, Black Christmas? You got me. Hopefully one of the good ones. Well, the the original. One good one. The original, That's all I got. Y'all have a good one. Talk to y'all later. Beautiful. Thanks for calling in, Alan. Thanks, Alan. I wonder what part of uh, Last House on the Left made him squirm. Piss your pants. No. No. I mean, that's kind of... T- I mean, I don't know. I uh, The blood, the blowjob scene where she bites his wiener off. Yeah. That was pretty gnarly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I haven't seen that one in a while. I got in a lot of trouble for showing that movie to my friends when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> one of my... Fr- we moved into a new <clears throat> neighborhood, and I, I'm terrible at making friends. I don't know why, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, I finally got these two brothers to spend the night at my house, and they're looking at my VHS collection just with these eyes the size of dinner plates, and they're like, last house on the left, what is that? I'm like, oh, it's, you know, they rape these chicks, and they make them piss their pants and take them out in the woods and kill them, no big deal, whatever. Can we watch it? Yeah, sure, why not? Two days later, their parents call my parents. Oh, Whoa! my God. <laughs> And there goes my Sega Genesis for a month. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Right on, Alan. Thanks for calling in, amigo. You got me, dude. I am Black Christmas. The one I was talking about was the original. Um, the 2006 remake, 
by comparison, is actually not that bad <clears throat> to the huh. 2019 remake. Would you have you ever seen the 2019 remake? No, not the remake. Stay the fuck. There's two remakes. Oh, okay, no. Uh, I've only the, seen the original. Okay, uh, the 2006 one is actually fairly loyal to the original. Okay, 2019 just goes off on some bananas fucking cult thing. Hmm. It's stupid. If Jason was here, he'd snap a pencil in half because we're even <laughs> talking about it. He hates it so much. <laughs> Right on, Alan. Let's get down to Southern California. Here comes Mr. Tom Hardy. Hey. Hey-o. Hey-o. Padded room. That was my favorite degenerate this week. Hey, we're hanging. Good. Uh, cool. Doing good. Hey, wanted to get in real quick. Uh, mm. Shit. What was it? Oh, the revenge split. Yeah. Mm. got to admit, not a category I'm big into. Okay. But uh, I'm just going to mention three flicks that I saw. Way too fucking early. I feel you. Probably fucked me up pretty good. <laughs> um, that'd be the uh, I spit on your grave. Yep. All that way too fucking young. Yeah, me too. Uh, no, it's not a horror flick, but uh, the Road Warrior. Yeah, it's got a terrible fucking scene in there. Yeah, with the binoculars. And uh, mm-hmm. you know what? How about Savage Streets with Renee oh, yeah. Quigley and Linda, Linda Blair? Blair. Oh, there was a uh, fucked up poop going on there. Yeah. Huh? Oh, on the Educate Department, uh, are you Black Christmas? You got me. I uh, don't know. Been forever since I've seen that shit. He sounds anyway, terrible. Anyway, I got nothing on the what are you looking at department, and I guess we got a bye week for the uh, Teradome. Big championship. So with that all said, hope all is well. Love you like family. Bye now. Love you too, Tom Hardy. You sound terrible, dude. Yeah, you I, get a cold? Uh, something. <laughs> I hope you feel better. Man. Maybe he just went to a concert or something. Right on. That's all we got on the listener mail there, buddy. Do you have anything for Tom Hardy, Alan, Coop Newcomb, or Tim? Well, thanks all for calling and writing in. You guys are the best. Yeah. You know what's not the best? Hmm. This movie we're about to watch. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Let's get into some Project Metal Beast, buddy. Metal Beast.
No, buddy, that was not a trailer. That was just the first two minutes of the movie. Oh, my goodness. But that goodness. was the best we could do on YouTube <laughs> yeah. was to find the first two minutes of the movie, which, by the way, contains zero dialogue and is really just two guys paddling around on a boat. So, <laughs> yeah. well done, you motherfuckers. I <laughs> hope you're hooked by that trailer. Well, if you're not in by now, I don't, I don't know if I can help you. It's Project Metal Beast, everybody. Metal Beast. <laughs> it got 4.5 stars on IMDb. I don't it, even know how it got that high. Oh, it's, it's people like Tim. <laughs> you know. Oh, well, it's pretty good. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's got a werewolf in it. So <laughs> Cool name. Totally. Uh, written and directed by Alessandro Degatino, uh, starring Kim Delaney, Barry Bostwick, and Kane Hodder. This movie's got an R rating. I cannot tell you why. Um, Barry Bostwick. That name ring any bells there, buddy? Yeah. He was Brad Armstrong in the original Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. And he played Agent Miller in this one. Colonel mm. Miller. Colonel Miller. Yeah, buddy. Mm-hmm. We are firing on all cylinders. We start off in a boat. <laughs> if you couldn't tell by the trailer. Oh, clearly. I mean, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to state the obvious, but we definitely start off in a boat. Uh, paddling down a river in the middle of the night, uh, we got two guys. We are in Hungary, in the Carpathian Mountains, buddy. Mm-hmm. And this is Operation Lycanthrope. Yes. Uh, initiated by the U.S. government. It's a attempt to recover werewolf blood yeah. to make a biological weapon of some kind. We'll get more into that in a second. Uh, we got these two knuckleheads. It's uh, Donald and Greg. Mm-hmm. Donnie and Greg are on the case, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, they got uh, they look tactical. Yeah, they got like sweaters on, so you know, I imagine <laughs> it's cold in the Carpathians. Uh, they get to, they get they paddle ashore eventually, and they get out and they take all their equipment and they trek through the woods for about a quarter mile. Then they come to a big scary castle, very creepy, mm-hmm. and they go down into the castle into the catacombs. And they come across a werewolf lair. Yeah. Now, as far as werewolves go, we can do a lot worse in this movie. This one didn't look bad at all. Right. Um, We got some very questionable slide photographs Mm -hmm. (laughs) coming up. We'll get more into that in a minute. Um, Werewolf pops out, uh, kills Greg, slashes them all up. Donald shoots the werewolf with what I have to assume is silver bullets kills it and then drains uh, a bunch of its blood into a uh, some kind of a pump mm-hmm. and then takes off. Yep. Now we're going to cut to a couple months later we're back in in the United States at a top secret testing facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've got uh, Donald who is Agent Butler and his superior Colonel Miller who is heading up the uh, the operation Lycanthrope. Yeah. Um, Donald's a bit of a prick. And well, both these guys are pricks, really, but they're you know super stuffy special agent types, buddy. Mm-hmm. So we're at this top secret medical facility where they're running tests on the blood, and uh, uh, Butler and Miller are being super secretive. And hey, what the hell's taking so long? Where's my blood samples? I need to know what this goddamn thing is, and all this fun stuff. Uh, the poor staff that are working there are like, mm-hmm. well, it's not human, it's not canine. It's uh, some kind of a weird 
uh, crossbreed. Yeah, animal <laughs> that we don't know what the hell it is. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, if we inject a guy with it, is it going to kill him? And they're like, probably. <laughs> It'll yeah. probably do that. What's going to happen is uh, your blood your blood is basically going to turn into pus, and then you're going to vomit and, uh, you know, anal seepage, all that stuff. Basically, you're going to die yeah. in a very terrible fashion. It's going to be disgusting. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the doctor saying that. So, okay, let's not do that, uh, which, of course, green lights uh, Don, Donnie to sneak back into the laboratory mm-hmm. after everybody's gone home that night because, you know, a special agent, uh, steal the blood and inject himself with it. Yep. You just heard what's going to happen if you do that. <laughs> he, was, he was on board. Okay. You <laughs> want to die by bleeding to death out of your butthole. Yeah. <laughs> what is the what is what is the hurry here with this? No idea. No idea. Number two, she told you what could possibly happen. Your base could have come out red. <laughs> <laughs> but am I going to look good in a bikini? That's what yeah. I need to know. And now, <laughs> stupid. So that's what he does. <laughs> Gets into the lab, uh, finds the blood sample, says "fuck it," and injects himself with it. Uh, he then goes into a bunch of ridiculous moaning and groaning and then like starts staggering around the hospital. And there's a bunch of doctors and scientists running around and they're like, Hey, you okay? And he's like, ah, fuck off. And then eventually he, uh, gets into one lab where the hematologist lady is and he's like, uh, and then he like, he, one hand becomes a werewolf, just the one hand. (laughs) He's got one werewolf hand Mm -hmm. and he attacks her. And then runs off. About that time, Agent Miller shows up and he's like, well, I'm going to get this situation under control. What the hell's going on here? And there's alarms going off and all that shit. Um, Basically, talking to the head of security at this lab, he's figured out that Donald injected himself with that shit. And now he is a full-on werewolf. So Mm -hmm. now they're trying to contain Donald. Uh, Donald, of course, kills a few other doctors and stuff. uh, Throws them around. Kicks the shit out of them. Uh, bites a few of them. It's all pretty good. All practical effects. Mm-hmm. This is a movie from 1995, buddy. And it very much looks like a movie from 1995. Yeah. Um, all the way down to the haircuts mm-hmm. and the dialogue and everything. Uh, anyway, eventually they corner him. Uh, right before they do, though, they happen into what I guess was Butler's office where they find a uh, slide projector full of pictures of him and Greg after Gr- – er, no, I guess it would have been Greg and the werewolf that attacked him. And all the pictures appear to show the werewolf making sweet love to Greg. <laughs> That's what it looked like. Right? Yeah. It, they're all like Greg laying on his back with his eyes closed and the werewolf <laughs> laying on top of Greg. Cannon shots. I mean, <laughs> what kind of uh, pictures are these supposed to be there? <laughs> what really went down in this castle? Is Greg a furry? <laughs> Is he a furry? He didn't put that on his job application. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, yeah, and it's really, it's just the same picture over and over again, and everybody's looking at the picture, and they were all kind of making fun of Butler and Miller for their Operation Lycanthrope thing, Mm -hmm. but now they see the pictures, and they're like, oh, that guy likes to have sex with werewolves, (laughs) so now we know that Butler is a full-on werewolf. We corner him, and then Miller shoots him, presumably with Mm -hmm. silver bullets again, Mm -hmm. and orders him into a cryotank. The body goes into a cryotank yeah. after, of course, he turns back into a human. Mm-hmm. So, excellent. Um, 
we do get a good shot of Miller's penis. Yeah. And I'm happy to tell you that I am more endowed than Agent Miller. So that's <laughs> he, he three was, people. He was cold. Well, it was. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. I don't know. Maybe if you fluffed up a little bit or maybe if I fluffed up. <laughs> Fluffer on set, please. Yeah, it's a little chilly in here, ladies. Um, so we got that going for us. Now we're going to jump, buddy, mm-hmm. 20 years into the future. Yeah. <laughs> 20 years, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody looks exactly the same. Yeah. So let's just pretend it's 20 years later. and <laughs> They froze themselves, too. They, that's, what, that's what it is. <laughs> they, all, they all did it. Uh, we now are at a second top secret testing facility. <laughs> and at this testing facility, we have... Um, this is kind of like the thing... Before the thing showed up. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Everybody's kind of screwing off. There's mm-hmm. like one or two people there that are actually doing their jobs. Yeah. Um, everybody's playing cards and they got a pinball machine. And, uh, you know, a couple of these people are having sex with each other. It's it's a co-ed facility. So mm-hmm. there's some budding romances happening. Yeah. But really, nothing too serious is happening here. Except for one doctor, Dr. Anna who is working on what I assume to be a Teflon skin graft, if I remember correctly. So I think the idea behind her research was that she was creating synthetic skin for like burn victims, but it was going to have a military application because Mm -hmm. if you applied a small electrical charge to it, it basically uh, became... Metal, some kind of metallic <clears throat> alloy. Right. Okay. Fine. I'll, sure. I'll, I'm just going to sign off. On, but the, <laughs> this part was particularly silly. The way they demonstrated this was by taking a piece of salmon and uh, basically smoking it, I think, on a grill. Yeah. And then she's like, look, it's metal solid. It's just a piece, piece of, of fish. fish. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. That's fine. So they're on a special effects budget. And clearly, they blew everything they had on the werewolf. Oh, yeah. Because the werewolf, the various werewolves here look pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, that's very exciting. And uh, she's working very hard while everybody else is jerking each other off and playing pinball. And uh, we have a captain. I guess this is an Air Force base. A captain mm. that... Uh, I don't know. I guess they've been sort of half-ass seeing each other or flirting or something. So that's very exciting. We have a budding love story here also. Um, unfortunately, Agent Miller rolls up. And he's like, hey, guess what? Uh, I'm combining your department with the other department, the, the Operation Lycanthrope. And they're like, what the fuck? We're not mm-hmm. doing that. Fuck you. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, I'll just cut your funding then. And he's like, go ahead. Now, okay, I'm, I'm ex-military myself, buddy. You know mm-hmm. that. Uh, Agent Miller, re- throughout the film, was referred to as Colonel Miller. Right. The guy from the Air Force that was running the second secret laboratory was referred to as General. General, yeah. Whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. Generals don't take orders from colonels. Right. A simple, anybody that has ever been in the military could tell you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know they didn't have Google in 1995, <clears throat> but really... That information is not difficult to come by. So somebody somewhere should have raised their hand and have, how about we make him the colonel and him the general just to not 
confuse anybody. Right. Whatever. Don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, so that's interesting. And then Miller's like, I'll cut your funding. And they're like, good, go ahead. Hey, working on this stupid stuff anyway. But then uh, Dr. Anna's like, no, I'm so close. I have to do it. And then he's like, well, then you, I'm combining your departments. And by the way, you're going to start experimenting on human beings too. And they're like, that's gross. We can't do that. He's like, don't worry. It's a cadaver. It's been frozen. You can do whatever you want to it. It won't matter. So naturally, our frozen cadaver is Agent Butler, yep. who has been frozen for 20 years and um, probably not actually dead, but we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> uh, they wheel his frozen ass in and stick him in the freezer in the, uh, the, the kitchen. Uh, okay. <laughs> Which causes the comically Italian chef... Who we may as well have just named Super Mario mm-hmm. to quit on the spot. Mamma mia, it's a dead guy in the freezer. <laughs> yeah. And he's out of there. We'll get sued. <laughs> yeah, he probably. I don't think that's uh, sanitary. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a fucking health department complaint on these guys. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. uh, so they're like, oh, this is so gnarly. We can't. There's a fucking dead guy in the kitchen freezer, man. We got to try and put your skin graft on him. So they take him out and. For whatever reason, instead of, like, actually conducting experiments, they get all interested in the dead guy. Mm-hmm. Who is this guy? Where would he come from? Does his, Why is he naked? Why is he naked? <laughs> Why is he so cold? You took him out of the freezer. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. What, do his parents know he's here or what's happening? Uh, so instead of, like, just conducting their experiments and following orders, they get all curious about the dead guy, and they start trying to figure out who he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they run his fingerprints through an FBI database, and it comes up nothing. They do, like, a facial recognition thing on him, which I don't think we had in 1995. That comes up nothing. And then just as they're, like, to, about to say, fuck it, let's just do the experiments, they do, like, a full body scan on him. Yeah. And they're like, hey, we've got some inorganic material here on this dude. So they're like, what? He's like, yeah, little spots here on his chest. So they start poking around on his chest, and Dr. Anna is like, oh, this is mortician's clay. Somebody, somebody's done something to this guy already. So now they're getting extra curious. They start hmm. digging around, and they find the silver bullets in his chest. Mm-hmm. Hey, somebody shot this dude. So they take the silver bullets out, not knowing they're silver bullets, mm-hmm. or that this guy's a werewolf, and immediately he uh, his body temperature starts rising, and then his heart kicks back in, and uh, yeah, oh shit, he's alive. Oh, what? How does that work? I don't know, but we got to get him a fucking sandwich or something. Mm-hmm. So now they're all freaking out, and they're like trying to put blankets on him, and he's just starting with the moaning and groaning big time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then here comes Agent Miller. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, Donnie, how are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember that time I shot you with a bunch of silver bullets? <laughs> uh, now, a couple of things, and I don't mean to pick this movie apart, but mm-hmm. Agent Miller knows what Donnie is. Right. He knows what's happening, and he knew what would happen when the silver bullets came out of out of Donnie's chest. Mm-hmm. Now, let's assume for a moment that he didn't think, for whatever reason, uh, they would not they would take the silver bullets out of his chest. Like, there's no reason to think that they would, or that they would even find him for that matter. Right. Right. Okay, but he's still a werewolf, even if he's a dead one. 
Mm-hmm. You don't have you you have a legit werewolf in your freezer, and you're trying to find a military application for it. Mm-hmm. Why are you using it as an experiment? Right. You should be trying to figure out what makes it a werewolf and how to recreate that right. or something like that. Put with, a, put with a, the blood. Yeah, put one of those fucking uh, uh, underworld uh, lichen colors on them. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. See if you can teach them to do tricks or shoot a machine gun or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But stick them in the freezer. That's not helping anybody. And now you're trying to get these guys to sew <laughs> stuff on them. All right. Anyway, uh, they're all freaked out now. How is he alive? What the hell? Who shot him? What's going on? Uh, Dr. Anna overhears uh, Agent Miller talking a bunch of shit to Donnie. And she's like, he knows something. What is he doing? I don't know. Oh, shit. What's happening? In the meantime, Donnie is like regenerating and becoming more and more of a werewolf. Yeah. So eventually, naturally, he goes full werewolf. And the werewolf in this movie, uh, I would say closest to the howling werewolves. Yeah. Um, is is fine. Uh, the the this version of it is fine. Um, unfortunately, just before he goes full wolf and breaks out of his restraints, they keep him sedated and they start sewing patches of the Teflon skin onto him. Mm-hmm. How's that a good idea? How's this? This guy literally just came back from the dead. Let's cease the experiment. Right. Let's not put the Teflon skin on him. And he's getting very. It, the longer he lays here, the more aggressive and hairy he gets. Mm-hmm. And he's getting the fingernails and mm-hmm. the crazy eyeballs. I don't know. And that part was really dumb. Because it looked to me like the the patches of the Teflon skin were like the size of your wallet. Yeah. So it literally made him look like a patchy human quilt, pretty much. Yeah. It, that part's kind of dumb. Let's yeah. get a bigger piece. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm, I didn't write this. Clearly, <laughs> whatever, man. It it looks silly. Uh, eventually, he uh, pops up and he uh, breaks through the restraints and he gets loose. Mm-hmm. Um, kills a couple of the base security guards, the MPs. Very cool. Uh, manages also to kill um, one of the doctors who happened to be a good friend of Anna's. Uh, about this time, Agent Miller kind of goes ballistic and he's like. This, this is my experiment, and I'm going to conduct it the way I see fit. So he actually shoots the general in the knees and leaves him there as like a... Bait. A bait, <laughs> but he didn't do anything. Like, he just let the werewolf kill the general, and then... Well, that was, you know, when you think about it, it's like, all I have to do is outrun you. That's true. <laughs> so that's I'm going to pop you in the knees so I can get I'm away. I'm out of here. But <laughs> Miller never left. He just, like, hung out to see what was going to happen next. To <laughs> see if it worked? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, I think it worked. Whatever, whatever <laughs> yeah. you were doing, it, it worked. Um, so we're down, like, all of the base security, the general, a couple of doctors... Um, this is when we have to face the reality that we are, in fact, dealing not only with a werewolf, but an armor-plated werewolf. Yeah. Buddy, god damn it. Way to go. Uh, Miller tries to kill the uh, the werewolf with silver bullets, but now he's got Teflon skin. Mm-hmm. So, fuck. Um, but that's okay. Silver bullets, not going not gonna to do it. But if you spray the son of a bitch with a fire extinguisher. Oh, man. Puts them out like a light. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how that works, but <laughs> apparently werewolves are allergic to Freon, or at least this one in particular, because mm-hmm. he just fell right back to sleep, and then they put him back on the table. 
Now, at this point, he starts, like, converting back to, like, half-human. Mm-hmm. And we kind of get a glimpse that underneath the werewolf suit is Kane Hodder. Yeah. And we kind of get a, a little glimpse of him here for a second. All he does is lay on the table and moan and groan. Um, that's pretty gnarly. And then, of course, he gets loose again and then goes on a continuous killing spree. Yeah. Um, now, a little scene that they set up at the beginning of the movie was the general collecting rare coins. Mm-hmm. So this is when the captain and Dr. Anna and the out-of-place British hot chick uh, decide that it is, in fact, a werewolf, and we need to concoct a weapon that can take him down through, through the, the Teflon, Teflon skin, buddy. Mm-hmm. That's what we got to do. Yep. So we, bra- we send the captain up, and he breaks into uh, the general's room, steals all of his rare coins, smelts them. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. He's yeah, got experience. Well, why not? Uh, doesn't make silver bullets, though. Uh, <laughs> I guess a silver-tipped, rocket-propelled javelin, I think, is <laughs> yeah. is the best way to, to summarize this weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so that, that that's what we got. Uh, we have enough silver to create two of these items. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um and now we've got this. We're gonna we're gonna get out of here. So uh, this is when they they've created these this weapon, and they're headed down to what is going to be the exit. Uh, the compute the British chick apparently is some kind of computer hacker, IT extraordinaire, because mm-hmm. she's got to crack the code to get the door open. So she's very excited to do that. Um, just as they're opening the door, Miller shows up. And he's like, get back there, you motherfuckers. My experiment isn't done yet. You know, yeah. Like, huh? Like, yeah, I'm testing <clears throat> testing the combat effectiveness of Project Metal Beast. And they're like, Project Yeah, you just you just created a werewolf with Teflon skin, and I'm gonna sell it to uh you know, on the black market as a fucking weapon of war. Metal Beast. Metal Beast <laughs> Love it. <laughs> How was there never a metal band called Metal Beast? Right. I feel like it should have been out of like Eastern Europe or something. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. We are Metal Beasts. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Oof. We are the Metal Beasts. We beast. are Metal Beasts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we will rock your Ooh, world. We are coming to rocking you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rocking chairs, I think. I don't know. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> anyway, uh, they're like, well, no, you can't experiment on us. And he's like, I'm Colonel Miller. I can do whatever I want. And I'm going to be rich. Um, they're like, well, fuck this. And they try to run. And uh, the captain is like, I'm going to slow you down. You can't get to him. Those two chicks are going to make it out of here. And uh, Miller shoots the captain, but it like, in the shoulder, I guess. I don't know. The captain goes down, and we're supposed to think he's dead. It's fine. Uh, then a little <clears throat> uh, cat and mouse situation with Miller and the two chicks. Uh, they get down there. Then the werewolf pops out, and the hot British chick tries to fire the shoulder-mounted, uh, rocket-propelled silver javelin at him, but he misses. Misses. And I guess hits a gas main or something. Yeah, right behind it. And just blows the fucking place up. Mm-hmm. Um, it crushes well it doesn't crush uh like that, like a bunch of fucking 
debris falls on the werewolf and it kind of slows him down for a second but then miller shows up and he's like get up you son of a bitch and the werewolf kills miller Mm -hmm. Uh, um then the werewolf is turning to uh go after the chicks again and this is when we find out that the captain uh survived getting shot in the chest and has come down uh he's got the other silver rocket propelled javelin so he throws it to uh, Cap- or, uh, Dr. Anna, and she fires the javelin and hits the, the metal beast, and it blows him up. Kaboom! And then they help uh, the captain out of there, and they go walking out, and that's the end of your movie. Yeah. Here, buddy. What did you think of Project Metal Beast? Uh, not a fan. I mean, the werewolf was kind of cool looking, but yeah, overall, no. Not even worth a rewatch. I don't, uh, <clears throat> I don't disagree. Um, what's wrong with the werewolf? The werewolf, let's, let's not muddy the werewolf waters. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You got yourself, let's, let's just keep, keep it simple, stupid. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got yourself a werewolf. You somehow managed to get control of the goddamn thing. You stuck it in a freezer and now you, you let it chill out for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you had a werewolf for 20 years. With silver bullets in with it. With silver bullets in it, which is fine. <clears throat> uh, and you couldn't think of anything else to do with it except use it as a test dummy for the, the skin grafts? Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, well, you get what you deserve, sir. Yeah. And you get, uh, well, the doctors don't, unfortunately. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I think uh, if they had just called it Project Lycanthrope and ditched all the metal skin crap. Yeah. I mean, it sounds very heavy metal. Oh. Fucking werewolf with metal skin. That sounds badass. It sounds badass, yeah. I don't think they... They, they failed to deliver. Ah! Uh, <laughs> I mean, really, <laughs> that, that skin graft thing looked really dumb. Yeah. It looked like somebody had just... Uh, they, might, they might as well use a stapler. Yeah! And it looked like, really, somebody just, like, heaped mounds of clay on them. Yeah. You know? It looked gross. It, it didn't look good. No. Uh, the werewolf itself looked pretty cool mm-hmm. up to that point. Um... I don't know, man. It wasn't for me. It's very '90s. It felt like a made-for-TV movie. Yeah, uh, it's got an R rating. There's zero nudity. Uh, I don't even recall anybody dropping any f bombs or no. anything like that. Uh, I don't remember a decapitated head. No, so. I mean there was like some slash marks. Maybe just violence and gunplay. Yeah, no. general prickiness. Oh, his penis. Oh, we did see a cock in there, buddy. Yeah, that's what it was. You give me an R rating for a ding-dong? <laughs> for a, a tiny ding-dong. God damn it. That's a waste of an R rating, man. <laughs> yeah. See, now you got me all hot and bothered. I think there's going to be boobs and people getting ripped in <clears> half. <throat> and what do you show me? A willy. A little one at that. <laughs> a little willy. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> if you're going to put that thing out there, you might as well make it a good one. Get this guy. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. That's Project Metal Beast. I want. Where did you watch it at? Um, Tubi. I watched it on Tubi too. Did you have any issues with the audio? Yeah, a little bit. It's kind of. It sounded like everybody was mumbling yeah. to me. I had to turn it up to like forty-five. Yeah. Uh, if you want, if you're somehow, if we have captured your imagination and you must watch yourself some Project Metal Beast, it is presently streaming on Tubi. There's also a free version on YouTube. Um, sure. Why not? You got an hour and a half. You got an hour and a half to kill, and you want laundry. You want yeah, <laughs> you want to see a little ding dong <laughs> in a cryo tank. 
Check yourself some Project Metal Beast, gentlemen. That's right. All right, let's take us a little break. We'll do some other stuff, buddy. Oh, yeah.
Hey, inmates. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. We are back, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, we are. This is usually about the time we get into three and a meat hook, but before we do that, uh, you weren't here last week. Just off the top of your head, favorite rape revenge movie, go. Ooh, I spit on your grave, the remake. The remake, that's your favorite? Mm Mm-hmm. I like that one, too. Yeah. Way better than the original, if Mm -hmm. you ask me. Right on, man. I think it's time for this week's meat hook. Three on a meat hook. Songs that remind you of or take you to, in memory, your favorite horror movies. They could be songs from the movie, songs that remind you about the movie, songs that were popular when the movie came out, uh, songs that um, are about the... uh, Just songs that make you think of whatever movie. Okay. Number three, go. Number three. So I, my list is basically songs that are in the movie okay. that remind me of the movie. Well, yeah, that makes <clears> sense. <throat> All right. Summer Breeze. The typo negative cover? Yes. <laughs> right on. I know what you did last summer. I know what you did last summer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was yes. a good one, man. Uh, you ever listen to the original Summer Breeze? Summer breeze makes, makes me, me feel fine. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like the Bee Gees. <laughs> yeah. It's just not the same, man. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's supposed to be like a good, feel good, feel good kind of song. Summer, summer. Yeah. yeah. But with that opening shot over the, the Pacific, I guess it was actually somewhere back east, but that coastline. Oh, yeah. In the dark. Yeah, buddy. That's a good one. Uh, my number three is a song called All the People Die or People Who Died by uh, the Jim Carroll Band. Hmm. Um, you'd know it if you heard it. It played at the very end of the Dawn of the Dead remake. Oh, okay. Here, let me give you a little taste. You're going to know this as soon as you hear it. It's kind of punk y, punkish. Oh, yeah. Now you got it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I've seen that movie so many times. And that last, that the closing sequence where they're all running from the boat mm-hmm. and this song kicks in. I like the tune because it's a catchy tune. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, but it takes me right back to Dawn of the Dead mm-hmm. remake. Huh. Right on, dude. How about number two? Number two, Hip to be Square. Oh, American, <laughs> American Psycho. American Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love it uh but more more than the song or the scene is the diatribe that led up to yes. the murder as he's putting on his little raincoat and uh mm-hmm. getting ready to kill jared leto <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's right i love it that's good stuff uh i don't think i have listened to that song in its entirety since probably 1987 wow yeah 
<laughs> I'm not a big Huey Lewis guy. I mean, it's yeah. 80s pop, so. Mm-hmm. And after 1989, they just kind of vanished into thin air. Right. Unfortunate. I wonder mm-hmm. if the news is still around. Yeah, I don't know. Probably not. Imagine most of those guys are dead, right? Maybe. All the people who died, died. Well, you never know. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. My number two, Dream Warriors. Oh, yeah. Dawkins. <laughs> yeah. Right? Nightmare on Elm Street. That was back when, and this was the best thing about the 80s. Every movie and horror movie and TV show got its own song. Yeah. And sometimes, if the budget was behind it, you could get a Dawkins. Right. You know, mm-hmm. who I could not name another single song from other than Dream Warriors. <laughs> right. I know he was huge. Yeah. Didn't you and Monica go see him in Carson once? Or was that some? Or was that Winger? Uh, I remember you guys got pictures with the band. Yeah, I don't remember what band it was. I think it was either Dawkin or Winger. It was one of the, the hair metals. Yeah, M- maybe it was Dawkin. Shoot, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's a pretty good tune, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and the music video was kick-ass. It came out about six months before Nightmare on Elm Street 3 did. And the airplay it got on MTV pretty much made Robert England and Freddy Krueger oh, yeah. a rock star. Yeah. You know? Uh, and then they did that Freddy Krueger takeover thing where Fred mm-hmm. TV for like a, a couple of yep. nights. That was That was badass. Ass. That yeah. was badass. My, I'm, <laughs> it fucking sucked because my parents wouldn't let me watch MTV. Oh. Yeah. That was one of my favorites. That, uh, they read a goddamn newspaper article that said there was sex and violence on MTV. <clears throat> oh. And that was back when it was just music videos. Mm-hmm. That was before all the real world horse yeah, shit. Right. Yeah. Now I can't watch MTV, so I had to miss all of that stuff. Oh, you man. You motherfuckers. <laughs> my parents were stupid. Shit came over to my place. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy, coming up there. <laughs> That's right. Right on, man. How about number one? Number one, Cry Little Sister. Oh, yeah. Lost yeah. Boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's another one. G. Tom Mack. Yeah. Has not done a single fucking thing before <laughs> or, or after. since. Uh, from what I hear now, he just shows up at horror movie cons and basically... Uh, that's his one ticket. Well, huh? yeah. And he, he just kind of does, pretends he is a lost boy. Like he has like a whole vampire get up and he yeah. just sits there looking stoic and signing autographs. Um, hmm. A lot of covers of that one. I think oh, yeah. Marilyn Manson did a cover. Uh-huh. Uh, Zug Island did a cover. Um, I got like this weird techno cover. It's, I, don't, I don't know. It's, it was on this goth album that I bought. Uh, the kid that was in it did a cover. The kid that, oh, Corey Feldman? Corey Feldman, yeah. <laughs> like everywhere he, perform, everywhere he goes and performs, that he just does kicks that it out. Sure. Yeah. What is it, Corey's Angels or something? Stuff like that. A bunch yeah. of hot chicks. Yeah. yeah. Well, his wife is one of them. Well, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That guy's just a pee hound, man. I would be yeah. too if I was Corey Feldman. <laughs> My number one, you may have guessed it, it is Stigmata Martyr by oh. Bauhaus, the opening of this podcast. Yep. Uh, the song itself is fine. Uh, but in the context of watching Amelia Kincaid dance against the strobe light in that weird black wedding dress while mm-hmm. it plays, it takes you immediately right back to mm-hmm. um, Night of the Demons. <clears throat> I've been trying, to, I was trying for like 12 years to track that song down. You want to know, wow. what, the, you know what the problem was? The spelling? That in VHS. <laughs> oh. So you're watching it on a two. Remember at the end of the credits, it would run you through all the music. Yeah. And it would say, uh, written by, performed by, and it would say. <laughs> Did the you get the song. lines in it? Yeah. Well, that, and it was blurry <laughs> as fuck. I'm watching it on an old tube TV. Oh. And on VHS. 
So, like, I could fast forward and rewind, but I can't make out what the hell, because the writing, by the time you get to that point in the credits, is goddamn microscopic. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Sandwich Maker, I think, is the name of the <laughs> by the Boom Boys. It's the Boom Boys Sandwich Maker. <laughs> goddamn, it's stupid. Going to every, like... Yeah. Record company. Sam Goody. You guys got the Boom Boys? Yeah, the Boom Boys. Sandwich Maker. Great tune. <laughs> like, what the hell? This guy wants a sandwich. <laughs> right. Right on, inmates. That is your meat hook for the week. Songs that take you to horror movies. Yeah. Or any combination or wraparound that you can think of. Uh, PaddedRoomPodcast.com. Go over there. Hit the uh, meat hook link or drop us a, a voicemail. Area code 775-387-0275 is the mental health hotline. Let us know. I want to know. I'm building a horror movie playlist, and uh, I got a lot of these songs that Buddy and I were talking about already. I need to know which ones I missed, which ones I need to put on there. In the meantime, Buddy, it is Terror Dome time. Yeah. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll drive you crazy. I'll kill you all. I'll make dream come true. Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotionless face. Welcome to the Terradome. This is the championship. Oh, yeah. This is the big one. It's a little silly because none of our favorites were in it this year. And we got some 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 people here. <laughs> we got yeah. some individuals. Uh, for the championship inmates, as usual, bear with me. I am not much of a writer. The obelisk seemed to have appeared overnight. Satellite imaging showed that particular stretch of desert barren one day and the ob- obelisk there the next. Radiation signatures and seismic activity were spiking from its exact location, seemingly without reason. The United States Air Force UAP recovery team was the first on the scene. Sonar scans showed something underneath the obelisk and struggling to be freed. CENTCOM dispatched an excavation team shortly thereafter. Valak had chosen the stretch of desert for its remoteness. Far enough from humanity to be left alone, but close enough to the border towns to feed without needing to travel. Now this. Military and government operatives were coming and going at, the, at a fevered pitch. Whatever they were after, Valak wanted in on the action. For the championship, buddy, we have Rawhead Rex <laughs> versus Valak from Vampires. What do you think of this? 
Wow. You know, I think I'm going to have to go with Valak. So, I would agree with you. He did technically fly. And we all know how I feel about things that can fly. Mm-hmm. I usually give you the edge. However, uh, there's nothing to state that Rawhead Rex cannot operate during daylight hours. And let's not forget, he can raise an army. He can, uh-huh. he can do that red thing with his mm-hmm. eyes and then all the villagers will just do whatever he wants. And he'll also pee on you. So, <laughs> yeah, there's that. And I, apparently you'll enjoy it because that <laughs> priest was very happy to get peed on. <laughs> I think he's just had some bent up, <laughs> some repressed uh, fantasies or something. Oh, that's right. Oh, it's finally going to happen. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. All right, so that's one for Valak, <clears throat> one for Rawhead Rex. Get us your votes by next week, inmates, for the championship. Rawhead Rex versus Valak. Again, area code 775-387-0275 or thepaddedroompodcast.com. Check it out. Let us know who's going to win, who's going to be this year's grand champion. Hmm. While you're contemplating that, we got to tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment called, What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? Uh, I only got one movie in this week with the Super Bowl and all of that nonsense. It's Delirium from 1987, buddy. Yeah. You heard of this? Uh Uh-huh. It is... where was this movie when I was 12? Because <laughs> I would have pulled my dick clean off to it. <laughs> Tried to watch MTV? Uh, yeah, well, I could probably. <laughs> it's probably on MTV, and that's why my parents wouldn't let me watch it. That's right. Um, Lamberto Bava. Um, basically, you've got a smut, an Italian smut magazine, um, and all of the nude models are being uh, murdered in a giallo style. But yeah. th- that that's all well and good. Plenty of boobs. Fantastic. Fantastic breasts in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the fun part, though, is that the killer, before he goes in to kill one of these young ladies, sees her as some kind of a monster. So, like, one instance, he's getting ready to kill this chick, and she looks back at him, and she's just a... Her head is just a giant eyeball. Hmm. And there's that. Mm-hmm. And she's, so she's like a giant... She's like an eyeball monster. Before right. he kills her, I'm not sure. I we, I think we just have to assume that the killer's a nutsack, and that's how he sees hot chicks. Drugs. That it's never really explained. Well, there it is kind of half-ass explained at the end. It's an incestuous thing. But uh, the other chick, um, uh, she's get in the shower, and he looses a bunch of killer bees in her bathroom, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden she's got a bee head. So she's got a great rack, and mm-hmm. she's like soaping and lathering up, but she's got the head of a bee. But what the fuck? I don't know, man. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how did I come about this movie, you asked? Yeah. In Search of Darkness. Mm. So I'm on the treadmill, and uh, all of a sudden <clears throat> I look up, and there's a chick with a killer rack and a bee head. And it said, <laughs> the name of the movie is Delirium. And you're like, I got to tap that. <laughs> I got to get to the bottom of this. Why does she have a bee head? What's what the, I love those boobies, but I want to know more about the bee head. Is this a porno version of the fly that I've completely missed out on? Right. That's all I'm looking at, buddy. What do you got for us? All right. I've actually got quite a little list here since it's been a minute. All right. Uh, Fear 2023. 
Now, this one is actually filmed at Strawberry Lodge right there off of Tahoe. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And it's closed down. I was looking up some history stuff on it, but yeah, I was like, oh, what? So oh. I got to watch this now. Okay. So, uh, not really a great movie worth a watch, but it's, think of COVID, I guess, when you watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's one Where of those. Where did you uh, find that? I want to check um, that out. I want to say Tubi. Okay. Uh, I'll let you know. I'll Google it. Uh, Malum. Uh, 2023. You, that was a really good one. It kind of reminded me of Last Shift a it, little bit. It's a direct remake of The Last Shift. Yeah. The same director, same everything. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So let me ask you this. What do you like better, that one or The Last Shift? Last Shift. Uh, that's what everybody says. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but that's what everybody says. Okay. Uh, Night Swim, 2024. Did you saw think of that? Theater. Uh, oh, you went to the theater? I, yeah. Saw the theater. Um, yeah. I liked it until the, like, the very end. Yeah. Ending yeah. was a bit of a... Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil it. it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Pray for the devil, twenty twenty two. It wasn't too bad. Okay. Our deadly vows, twenty twenty three. Sounds like a soap opera. Yeah, it wasn't very good. Okay. Uh, a bunch of friends getting together, and he, he, I don't know. It's just like I don't like the way you're talking to me, and then I'm gonna go and kill kill all Get you. Get all bickery. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Exorcism of God, twenty twenty one. Not too bad. Okay. God's possessed. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, keep watching. Uh, two thousand seventeen. Not too bad. The Grudge, twenty twenty. The remake. Yeah. Well. Multiple c- continuation remake. <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah. I wasn't mad at that. one. Yeah, that one wasn't too bad. Yeah. Uh, Cabin in the Woods, twenty eleven. Uh, classic. Yeah, classic. Yeah. Great movie. Uh, Haunting of the Queen Mary. I like the idea of the movie, yeah. and, but watching it, it's like, this is not what I was expecting. No. It was... Ugh. I really like the flashback sequences. Mm-hmm. But then when they caught, when they came back up and it's just basically them kind of in this almost psychedelic state wandering around the Queen Mary. Yeah. Yeah. And way too much with the CGI. Yeah. That really killed it. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, last one, I'm not going to say because we're going to be doing it for immersion therapy. Okay, very cool, man. All right. Speaking of immersion therapy, let's jump right in, shall yeah. we? Yeah. Immersion therapy. Tell you what, my friend, hmm. I've got a new uh, phobia <clears throat> I just unlocked. It's having mushrooms grow out of my eye socket. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that uh, really made me want to take a shower. <laughs> yeah, that uh, pretty gnarly. Yeah, this was the second time I've seen this one. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a pretty good show. We're talking about Gaia from 2022, uh, streaming on Shutter. Um, I like I think, dude, the, the characters were interesting. Yeah, especially the. Uh, like not were they a father and son? I don't know. Yes, they were. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they so, were a lot more interesting than the the park ranger. I thought, but um, yeah, dude, yeah, like the rap, the, the fucking death by fungus. Man, that's brutal. nasty. That's nasty. Especially when we find the black guy and he's all riddled with it. Oh yeah, and it's growing out of his eyes and he can't see nothing. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna go take a shower. Yeah, man. no thanks. <laughs> Dad, I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass on that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, um, and that, I kind of like the way they might have set it up for a continuation or something at the right. end. Uh, when this fast food just gets 
lightning quick, moldy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's pretty cool. It's it's not a bad show. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, Makes you wonder who the crazy is and who's got a legitimate problem here. Definitely a slow burn. Yeah, you could say that. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you got for us this week there, buddy? All right, this week let's check out 2023's Cobweb. It's about an eight-year-old boy who tries to investigate the mysterious knocking sounds that are coming from inside the walls of his house, unveiling a dark secret that his sinister parents have kept hidden from him. Yeah, they're having sex. (laughs) There's knocking sounds in this house all the time. We're having sex, me and mommy. That's right. So go back to watching YouTube. Leave us the fuck alone. (laughs) Yeah, you'll find this gem on Hulu. Or in my bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The video cam. That's right. I got an OnlyFans link coming out. Yeah, OnlyFans. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Check that shit out, inmates. We'll do the same and compare notes next week. But now Mm -hmm. it is time to educate me. All right. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. Well, buddy, I am a hot sorority, babe. Mm. And uh, goddamn, every time the phone rings, it's some pervo telling me what he wants to do with my pretty pink pussy and uh, explaining to me the size of his penis. And I'm not, <laughs> it's, it's creeping me out. And now my sisters are going missing one at a time. Uh, here in the holiday season, I am of course Black Christmas. I mm-hmm. went with the original. The 2006 remake is not good, but in comparison to the 2019 re- remake, it's Way pretty better. fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all wow. things considered. Um, hmm. Who might I be this week? You ask. Ooh. Well, I am out on a date, and I have taken uh, a double date. Actually, very fun. We went to the uh, the the local carnival is in town. Uh, everybody's having a good time. I'm winning some stuffed animals for my lady friend here. Uh, my idiot friend is, uh, you know, trying to steal things and shit like that. <laughs> and then he gets the brilliant idea what we're going to do. We're going to sneak into one of the attractions and we're going to camp out for the night. Okay, I might get laid inside this attraction. So I'm on board until we all saw something that we weren't supposed to see. And then... Somebody saw us seeing something that we weren't supposed to see. Now we got a real fucking problem on our hands here, buddy. That carnival justice, dude. Who might I be, you ask? Tune in next week and I'll drop some knowledge on you inmates. In the meantime, I think that's about going to do it for us this week. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Like, comment, subscribe wherever you heard this show. That helps our visibility quite a bit. Also have a Patreon campaign running. If anybody's interested, we got all kinds of uh, swag tiers. Just go to paddedroompodcast.com. You'll find the the link for that there as well as the email stuff and the Terra Dome stuff and the fucking uh, pretty much anything you need to know. Any oh, uh, People like to take pictures of me and put it on gay porn. You can find the entire art gallery there at paddedroompodcast.com. <laughs> uh, it's wonderful. What, go over there. Check it out. We had like a whole separate Facebook thing happening. Uh in the meantime, join us next week for Bad Moon here in Werewolf Month in the padded room. Other than that, buddy, you got anything else? No. For Jason and Absentia, werewolves with metal Teflon skin and the government agents that try to weaponize them, 
I guess. Hmm. Um, collectible popcorn buckets. Jason did, in fact, get his Slimer popcorn bucket. <laughs> yeah. A lot of you were very worried that he wasn't going to get it. Um, another Predator movie. More reasons to uh, take a shower and get the goddamn mushrooms out of your armpits. And the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye and have a great week.